happening officially now. Okay, so come to Virasna this morning. So this is going to look different for all of us. Have some props handy, you may need them. Knees come together, point your toes, angle your shins back. So as you sit back, take your hands to your calves and press the flesh and muscle of your calves back and apart to take a seat right between your ankles, right between your heels. So commonly this is gonna cause pain or discomfort for the knees, that's why you have your props. You can either sit on the edge of a blanket, a block, two blocks, however much height you need underneath your hips to relax your knees. So this should not be painful in the knees. Get as much height as you need. We're gonna be here about five to seven minutes. Okay, you might also like to move the flesh of your bottom back and apart to get a more solid seat with your sit bones on the surface beneath you. Now close your eyes, placing your palms on your thighs. Find the thread of your breath. Breathe deeply in through your nostrils. And if you'd like, exhale, sigh through your mouth. With this breath, arrive. Bring your mind into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. As you arrive, begin to notice. What are you feeling on a physical level? Is there anything in particular that's calling for your attention? Out of soreness, out of discomfort, maybe even out of pain. And there's always time to adjust your posture here. So if something that was tolerable a moment ago becomes intolerable, find a new way to do the posture. Settle into your legs, release tension in your feet, ankles, shins, calves, knees, thighs. Feel your two sits bones left and right, making contact either with your mat or with your prop. And make sure the weight on either side is even. Now root down through your lower body. You might visualize roots growing from your legs and hips into the earth. Establishing a connection creating foundation, not only for your posture, but for the entire practice. And then from this deeply rooted seat, pull from the earth, draw energy up through your spine, tilt your chin parallel to the floor and ease the sides of your neck very subtly back, trying to align the center of your head over the center of your heart, over the center of your pelvis. Pull your shoulders up towards your ears to lengthen the sides of your body. Maintain that length as you now loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back, causing your collarbones to broaden as your heart lifts. Now keep your shoulder blades drawing in at the back of your heart and allow your forearms to sink down towards the floor. Shoulder blades now sliding down at the back side of your chest. 
One last piece to the puzzle here. Bring your attention to your front lower ribs, your upper abdomen. Create a tone there by drawing left and right front lower ribs into a central point and then subtly drawing that point towards your <laughs> spine. <coughs> Recognize that all of these actions in tandem bring strength to your core and length to your lower back. Two elements that we'll be trying to maintain throughout our back bending exploration today. So one common um, one common pitfall of back bends is that we dump a lot of the back bend into the lower back. So we start to get a sense of compression or pain in the low back as we move back. So by keeping the core strong, the lower spine long, we can start to alleviate some of that and bring a more even back bend along the spine. But that's later. For now, soften your skin, relax the expression on your face. Allow your forehead to be broad, cheeks slack, eyelids heavy. Now bring all of your attention back to your breath, breathing in and out through your nostrils. And with each breath, beginning to cultivate a slow and deep breathing pattern. As you inhale, consciously filling your lungs from bottom, middle to top. And as you exhale, emptying your lungs from top, middle to bottom. And notice the gradual expansion of your breath. Just a little bit of time and attention here is going to help the lungs expand with each inhale. And as you focus in and concentrate on this expansion, try to direct it around the entire body. So not just the chest is filling as you inhale, but the side ribs, the back body is moving with the breath. And try to maintain the external fullness, the external lift in the chest, even as you exhale, even as you empty your inner body. Begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, causing your breath to have that aspirant sound, like the sound of ocean waves, giving you yet another tool to bring your attention back to the present moment, back to the body, back to the breath. I invite you to consider at this time that all you have to do is breathe. This is a segment of the practice set aside just for breath just for appreciation and observation. And as you breathe, can you try to detach yourself from the need to evaluate, to the need to place value on the qualities of your breath? And by doing that, oftentimes we 
bring that all the way into an idea of self-worth, of our own personal value as a human based on the way we are able to breathe. So try to get out of all of that nonsense. Try to just stay with the experience, recognizing that where you are is exactly where you are and where you need to be. We'll breathe together through three more rounds of ujjayi pranayama. Begin to exhale, empty your lungs completely, and we'll inhale together for the slow count of five, beginning one, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold, and we'll exhale again for five, four, with control, three, two, and one. Number two, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, fill and hold, feel expansive, and exhale with control, five, four, three, two, one, soften the edges of your mouth, last biggest breath in, one, two, three, four, and five, exhale, five, four, three, two, and one. Draw your palms together in front of your heart. As you press your palms lightly together, widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra OM three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so, or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual sounds together. Exhale your breath. And inhale for Aum. your head to your heart, release palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. To come out of Virasana, always come forward of your knees and then swing your legs in front. If you have props, you can place them off to the side. Again, come to the knees briefly, sitting back on your heels, and then swing your feet out to the left, taking a seat on your right hip, bringing your left ankle to the arch of your right foot. Bring your right hand behind you. Lift into your chest, head over heart, heart over pelvis. Cross your left hand to right thigh. Inhale to grow tall and exhale. Begin to gently revolve. Keeping the legs and hips grounding towards the earth. Keeping the chest and the crown of the head lengthening towards the ceiling. And moving around that central channel. Moving energy first from your belly, from left to right, then ribs, left to right, chest, shoulders, neck, and eventually head. Taking the gaze as far over your right shoulder as you can. 
keeping chin parallel to the floor and noticing the more malleable places in your spine just as we uh, use the lower back instinctually or predominantly in our back bends we also are more bendable in our lower backs in these twists so try to bring more attention to your upper back especially the space between your shoulder blades breathe into that area and try to get more mobility there inhale return to center knees together swing your feet out to the right sitting down onto your left hip right hip can be up off of the floor left hand behind for a little bit of support but you mainly using that left arm to keep the chest propped up right arm right hand to the left thigh grow tall as you inhale and exhale gradually revolve again from right to left bottom to top Notice any tension in your face, relax your jaw, the edges of your mouth, soften your throat, keep your collarbones broad, and again, become aware of the more malleable places along the spine. Direct attention, direct breath to the tighter areas. Be involved with each posture. And now inhale to come back to center. I'm going to do an assisted puppy dog pose. So grab the outside edges of your mat. Walk your knees a little behind your hips and take your knees wider than hip width distance apart. I like to tuck my toes under for this posture. Now begin to reach your chin and chest forward, keeping your elbows straight as you push your hips up and back tilting your tailbone towards the ceiling as you widen or, um, or rotate your inner upper thighs back towards the wall behind you and apart. Really getting this sense of broadening across the backside of your pelvis. And then in the upper body, pushing the sides of your mat forwards with straight arms reaching chin, reaching chest forward, and allowing the weight of the chin, weight of the chest to melt down as you pull your shoulders away from your ears, shoulder blades moving up, moving back towards the hips. So you'll feel a strong compression, a strong engagement right behind your heart. And now walk your hands back towards your hips and push your way all the way up to standing. Okay, we're going to do some arms out to the side. So if you're close to your neighbor, just stagger forward or back so you have enough room to take your arms straight out. And actually get your strap here. I'm going to do some shoulder rolls. Stand with your feet hip-width distance apart for now. Lift and spread your toes to the best of your ability before placing them back down. Look at your feet. Create a wide, strong base with your feet. And then shift weight to your heels. And notice as you do so, your quads engage, your kneecaps lift. Keep that engagement of the legs. Shoulders roll back. 
Collarbones are broad, chest is lifted, lower ribs engaging in and back. So the back body, the lower spine is long, tailbone extending straight down. And now take your strap. You can start with about a foot and a half between your hands. As you inhale, sweep the strap overhead. And as you exhale, gradually widen the hands apart as you bring the strap behind your back. So depending on the tightness of your shoulders, you might really need to take your arms like maybe even three feet apart for this exercise. Inhale, arms overhead. Exhale, and you come forward. Inhale up and move with the pace of your own breath. Using the breath to find some fluid motion, but if you'd like, you can hold in that particularly tight space with the strap behind your back. Try to breathe through some of the tension across your chest. Encouraging muscles to relax, encouraging muscles to extend, expand. Identifying boundaries and then gently beginning to expand those boundaries. Keeping weight in the heels, legs, and hips stable throughout this exercise. And with an inhale, come back, arms overhead, and with an exhale, you can just place your strap off to one side. Okay. <laughs> um, shoulders roll back. Palms turn forward, shin parallel to the floor, lengthen along the back of your neck as you lift through the crown of your head, coming to a mountain pose. So, really, really express your mountain pose here. Think about the qualities of your mountain. Strong, stable, broad, grounded. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. And exhale, slowly sweep your arms out and down as you fold forward, bringing your fingertips to the floor in front of you. Now shift weight forward in your feet so that your, the uh, base of your toes, your toe knuckles weigh heavier. Your heels become lighter. As you begin to bend your knees and rest your torso on your thighs, head now hanging forward. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps as you come into a ragdoll pose. So using the support and the strength of the legs to allow this time for the upper body to completely release. Spine cascading forward like a waterfall towards the earth. Taking any subtle movement here, head, can nod side to side, back and forth. Arms can sway side to side if you'd like. Whatever movement or lack of movement is going to help you to let go here. You might also like to walk the rib cage down the thighs, one side at a time. Again, become aware of tension along your spine. Be involved with each posture. Identify tension and let it go. Catch and release. Soft face and then fingertips back to the floor in front of you. 
Head continues to release forward. Now extend actively the crown of your head towards the floor as you begin that long journey towards straight legs. Rolling weight to the base of your toes, heels light as the legs slowly straighten, hips lift. And just like puppy dog pose, there's that same sense of the inner thighs more subtly here moving back and apart to broaden across the backside of your pelvis. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Straighten your arms to extend your chin and chest forward. Exhale and fold once again. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead as you rise to standing with a tall spine. And then exhale, palms together in front of your heart. Once again, finding weight in the heels. Inhale, sweep up. Flow with your breath as you exhale and glide forward. Fingertips to the floor, shifting weight to the base of the toes. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale, arms reaching out and up, coming up through a long spine, arms overhead, weight in the heels, and exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. Okay, keep the weight in your heels as right hand comes to right hip, left arm along your left ear. Look forward, grow tall out of your left side as you root through your left heel. Exhale, upper body gradually, slowly, starts to lean to the right, Keeping your chest open and lifted, back body long. So bend, don't break here. Not hinging at the hips, but keeping the entire left side body lengthening as you lean. Hips gently, slowly release to the left as upper body leans right. If you'd like, if you feel you don't require the support of the right hand on the hip, you can start to slide your right arm down the outside of your right leg, going deeper into the crescent shape. Draw your right shoulder just slightly forward, making sure the hips and chest are squared to the room in front of you. Inhale back through center. Take hold of the left hip with the left hand, right arm to the sky. Press down through your left hip, lengthen through your tailbone, lift into your chest, root through your right heel as you exhale, upper body slowly, gradually to the left. Hips release right. Recognize what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Probably somewhere along the right side, maybe the shoulder, maybe between the ribs, maybe sensation is most acute along the outer hip. Wherever it is, Direct attention, direct a breath, direct breath to your experience. Bottom shoulder slightly forward. If you'd like, left hand slides down the outside of the leg, going any deeper without feeling that compression or pain in the low back. Always coming up a little bit if you start to feel that. Inhale back to center and both arms release at your sides. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Shrug your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest with your knuckles at your lower spine. Make sure your spine is lengthening down and not pointing back. Engage your upper abdomen. Turn your gaze to the sky, tilt your chin up. 
And then slowly begin to straighten your arms, reaching your knuckles towards the floor, squeezing your shoulder blades strongly onto the back of your heart. And now in this preliminary position, think about lifting from the earth through the back of your heart, raising your chest to the sky. Keep the lift in your chest as you slowly begin to look along the ceiling towards the back wall, curling first in your upper back. If you'd like to go deeper, continuously shift weight to your heels, lift your kneecaps up, ease your hips forward as you move the back bend down your spine, from upper back to middle back from middle back, maybe eventually to lower back, making sure to keep the chest lifted, shoulders plugging onto the back of the heart, collarbones broad. And then slowly, chest comes up, hands release, shoulders roll forward, head comes up last, give a little shake. And inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, arms round out and down as you fold forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shins, straighten your spine. Exhale and fold once more. Inhale, arms sweep you out, up and overhead. And exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. Now everyone, if it's available, bring your feet together. If that's not happening today, you can simply place a block between your thighs at its narrowest setting and keep your feet hip width distance apart for the next several postures. We're going to do our fierce pose flow. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. And exhale as you float forward gracefully. Fingertips to the floor, head releases. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. And exhale, fold once more, this time walking your fingertips behind your heels as you take a deep seat like you're sitting down into a chair. So, uh, Kristen, yeah, perfect. So thighs parallel to the floor, knees and hips at an equal height. Now tuck your chin to your chest to round your spine. Chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, belly button and the sides of the waistline pull away from the thighs. Tailbone tucks towards your heels. Weight in the fingertips, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together or thighs hugging your block. Hold for five, four, three, Two, one, hips lift high, fingers walk forward, fold forward, exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine, and exhale once again, fold. Inhale, arms sweep you out, up, and overhead. Exhale, palms come through, heart center, and arms at your side. Second step, inhale, sweep up. And exhale, fold fully forward, fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale, palms to shins, extend. And exhale through step one. Walk your fingertips behind your heels. Sit down into your imaginary chair. Tuck your chin to your chest. Pull your waistline away from your thighs and look forward. Arms reach forward like you're holding a box. Keep that same rounded lower back. Tailbone tucking towards your heels, weight in the heels, knees and ankles together. And now begin to peel chin and chest away from the floor. Sweep your biceps back by your ears, curl in your upper back. Upper back in a little bit of a back bend as you look up. Keep your hips low, weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, one. And today fold forward, hips high, fingertips to the floor, head low. Exhale here. 
Inhale, palms to shins, extend. Exhale, once again, fold. Inhale, arms sweep you out, up and overhead. Exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. Inhale, arms sweep up. Interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers to the sky. Weight in the heels, kneecaps lifted. Grow tall, exhale, upper body to the right, hips to the left. Notice if your gaze is tilting down towards the floor. If it is, draw your right shoulder slightly forward. Use your right arm to pull your left side body longer. Left arm straight, left heel grounded. Breath along the left side and inhale back through center. Switch the interlace of your fingers, bringing the opposite thumb in front. Inhale to grow tall. Exhale, upper body to the left, hips to the right. Hips and chest squared forward. You might need to bring your bottom shoulder forward, your right hip forward just slightly. Use your left arm to pull your right side body long. Soften your face. Weight in the right heel. Inhale back through center. Weight in the heels. Look up. Tilt your chin to the sky. Point to the sky. Lift from the back of your heart to the sky as you begin to take your gaze along the ceiling towards the back wall. Continue to reach through your index fingers as you begin to point towards the back wall. Now curl, first in your upper back. If that feels okay, shift weight continually towards your heels. Kneecaps lift, hips shift forward. Look down the back wall. Middle, upper back, middle back, eventually lower back coming into the equation here. And then chest lifts, arms lift, head comes up last. Exhale, sweep your arms out, down, and fold forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine long. Exhale, walk your hands behind your heels, sit your hips down into your imaginary chair. Briefly tuck chin to chest to get that rounded spine before looking forward. Hold your box, reach fingertips forward, reach waistline back, sweep your chest and arms away from the floor. Biceps by your ears, weight in the heels, ankles, Knees gently squeeze together, waistline back, gaze and heart lift for five, four, three, two, one, and fold. Hips high, hands to the floor, head low, exhale here. Inhale, palms to shins, extend, and exhale, fold. Inhale, rise. Exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. Again, inhale, sweep up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, chest forward. Exhale, fold, and this time step your way back into a tabletop position. Finally, time for our cat and cow postures. Wrists below your shoulders, palms and fingers spread, knees hip-width distance apart. Inhale, belly and chest move towards the floor. Exhale, bone and gaze lift skyward into cow pose. Exhale and round your spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. Cat. Inhale, back to cow and continue to move with your breath between these two postures. Exploring a range of motion of your spine, and oftentimes this sequence will um, appear earlier on in class, in my class and in many classes. 
But notice what it feels like coming a little later in class. We've already done a lot of um, a few backbends, a few uh, rounded spine positions. So do you come into this sequence with a little more range of motion than usual? And then inhale back to a neutral spine. We're going to do our first round of five push-ups. So um, I do, I instruct my push-ups with a little downward-facing dog in between to give you a little rest and make it look a little more yoga-like. Um, also, I advise that if you do your push-up, you're coming down to your push-up, and your hips or belly are sagging towards the floor, then please do the modified knee position because we're really trying to get this alignment between shoulders, hips, and heels, not with the hips lower or the belly lower than the shoulders or heels. Okay, so let's do this. Come to plank position by extending your legs straight back, wrists below your shoulders. And then as you exhale, come down in one straight line, possibly coming down to your knees. Inhale, push up, lifting through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips move you up and back to down dog briefly. That's one. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, push. And exhale, hips up and back. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Just two more. First set. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to push. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one. Best one. First set. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Keep breathing. Exhale, hips up and back. Look forward and lunge your right foot forward between your hands. Create a long stride. So if your ankle doesn't land below your knee, grab your ankle and pull it forward. Lift up onto your fingertips on either side of your front foot, and then allow your hips to melt down and forward, trying to get that right thigh close or too parallel with the floor. Back inner thigh lifts, back leg straight and strong. You guys look excellent. Chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears. Soften your face. Connect with your breathing. And now bring your left palm to the floor. Bring your right hand to your right thigh. Keep your legs and hips just as they are here as you begin to shift your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. Come to a point where your shoulders are stacked and then take your right arm to the sky. We usually just stay here, but for today, if you'd like to go a little deeper, continue to shift your left ribs towards the right. Wrap your right ribs now towards the floor. Open up a little deeper. Continuously extending through the crown of your head, continuously lifting through your back inner thigh. And then look down as you release your right hand to the floor. Step back briefly, down dog, and left foot lunges forward. Lift up onto your fingertips and allow your hips to melt down and forward. Same lunge. Chin and chest forward. Hips melt, thighs left thigh parallel. Back inner thigh lifts. Back leg straight and strong. 
soften your face. Be present with your experience. The practice is not about doing the poses, but experiencing the poses. Right palm to the floor, left hand to your thigh. Begin to shift right ribs towards left inner thigh, first coming to the stacked shouldered position, and then left arm goes up, and then going beyond the stacked shouldered position. Right ribs continually to, continuing to twist left, left ribs shifting now back towards the floor. Open it up. Continuously extending through the crown of the head, continuously lifting your back inner thigh, and then look down, release down, press back. Downward facing dog. Hands press down and forward as your hips lift up and back. Start with a bent kneed posture. As your head releases towards the floor, back of the neck grows long. Heart is heavy, but the hands begin to press forward to shift the chest back towards your thighs moving weight back in the posture as you really extend through your hips to lengthen your spine. And then from here, shift forward and lower all the way down to the floor. Shin on the mat, arms on either side of your body. Okay. Start by engaging your right leg here, pointing your toes straight towards the wall behind you. Straighten your leg, make it long, and now slowly begin to elevate your right foot, your right knee, your right thigh, up away from the floor. Make this a gradual engagement, a gradual lift of the right leg, moving higher and higher away from the floor, keeping the right hip grounded. Lengthen and lift, excuse me, lengthen and lift. Come to your highest point, and then release your right leg completely. Right leg is off the hook for now. Point your left toes, extend your left leg. With a long left leg, slowly lift the foot, the knee, the thigh, off of the floor. Keeping the left hip grounded, point and lift, lengthen and lift. Higher, higher. Lift to your highest height, and then release the left leg down. Both feet relax for a moment. Now turn your palms down. Take your mouth to the floor so your face is squishing into the mat. Shoulders rolling forward, upper back round. Point all ten toes towards the back wall. Squeeze your legs together. Point your toes, squeeze your legs. Ground your face and your shoulders. And now gradually lift feet, knees, thighs away from the floor. Squeeze legs, point toes, squeeze and lift. Gradually higher, shifting weight forward to your shoulders. Rounding your upper back as legs go higher. Point your toes, lengthen your legs, and then slowly release. Feet relax. Hands come to the side ribs. Palms spread, fingers wide apart. Chin back to the floor. Now point your toes again, all ten toes towards the back wall, this time feet can be hip width distance apart. Elbows point towards the ceiling, and then draw them in towards one another as you pull your shoulders away from your ears. Try to lengthen the side of your neck. And then inhale, peel your chin and chest up off of the floor. 
Keeping your elbows drawing back and in, shoulders drawing back, collarbones are broad, tops of the feet pressing down, so much so that the kneecaps are beginning to lift off of the floor. Using just the strength of the upper back to lift the chin, lift the chest, curl up, and then slowly release. Left cheek to the floor, shoulders roll forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, relax the weight of the head, Release tension in the neck. Allow the shoulders to roll forward as a way to open up the back of the chest. Relieve some of the um, some of the uh, engagement you just used in the upper back to lift the chest. Countering the posture, finding the thread of your breath yet again, weaving awareness and breath throughout the practice. And again, this time we'll come up a little higher in our cobra pose, chin on the floor, toes point back, feet are hip with distance, tops of feet press down as kneecaps lift, wrists in line with your lower ribs, spread fingers and palms, elbows up, elbows in, shoulders away from the ears. Start with just the strength of the upper back to lift the chin and chest. Keep the elbows in close, shoulders pulling that back, shoulder blades drawing down the back body as you begin to press weight into the hands. Elbows in, shoulders back, collarbones rock, tops of the feet pressing down, kneecaps lifting, front of the pelvis stays grounded throughout, good. Um, front of the pelvis down, good. Elbows in, elbows in, good, good. Shoulders away from the ears, good, excellent. And exhale, slowly come down. Right cheek to the floor, shoulders roll forward, outer back broad, big toes can touch, heels wide apart. Find yourself here. Back to the breath, release the weight of the head. You might notice here, if it's easier to turn your head to one side, maybe more so than the other side. And if you notice that, can you try to bring more relief to that tighter side? With each exhale, just relinquish control, relinquish that tightness you might subconsciously be creating along the neck. Mention back to the floor. Tuck your toes and send the hips up and back once again for downward facing dog. And as promised, we have a second set of push ups. Inhale to shift forward. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips push you up and back. One, inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips move you straight up and back. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Two more, inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back. Last one, best one. Inhale forward, shoulders, hips in a line. Exhale, lower down, keep that alignment. Inhale, lift through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips up and back, downward facing dog. This time with an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look to the front of your mat and exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Same long stride as our previous lunge. And then left knee to the earth. Scissor your legs together. 
by pulling your left knee forward and drawing your right foot back, creating tone in your legs and squaring your hips. Hands to your front thigh, press your elbows straight as you lift your chest up. Roll your shoulders onto your back body. Draw the sides of your waistline back to lengthen your tailbone towards the floor. Keep your chest lifted as you begin to extend through your thighs, through your knees, melting your right hip towards your right heel. And don't leave that left hip behind. Continue to wrap your left outer hip forward. Okay. From here, let's interlace the fingers behind the head, hooking the thumbs at the base of your skull. Wide your elbows out to either side of the room, and then pull your elbows in towards your armpits, securing your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. Lift from the back of your heart to the sky, continue to sink into the hips, and then take your gaze up, tilt your chin up, look up. Curl first in your upper back as you look along the ceiling towards the back wall. Move any deeper into the posture as you continue to wrap your left outer hip forward, waistline back, tailbone down, heart lifts, gaze goes back. Then inhale, pull your head forward, fingertips to the floor, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg lifts, straight up and back. Look to the front of your mat and exhale, left foot lunges forward. Lift up onto your fingertips on either side of that front foot. Come into your lunge before melting the right knee down. Scissor legs together. Right knee pulls forward. Left foot draws back. Scissor the legs. Square the hips. Hands to front thigh. Press your elbows straight. Lift your chest up. Waistline back. Keep the scissoring of your legs as you extend through your thighs. Lowering left heel gradually towards left, left hip towards left heel. Wrap the right outer hip forward. Press your elbows straight. Lift your chest up, shoulders away from your ears. So push your arms down, shoulders away from the ears. Good. Interlace your fingers behind your head. Lift through the base of your skull to lengthen your neck. Wind your elbows out and then draw your elbows in towards your armpits. Look up, curl up, lift through the back of your heart, and then look along the ceiling towards the back wall. Below, your legs are melting to the floor. Your hips are weighing down. Above, your chest is lifting you up. Lengthening the tailbone down, lifting the heart skyward. Look to the back wall, curl back, and then bring the head forward, elbows forward, hands to the floor. Press back, downward facing dog. Push forward with the hands, push up and back with the hips. Release the heels towards the earth. Now bring your knees to the floor. Elbows to the floor, shoulder width distance apart. So elbows are just below your shoulders. Interlace your fingers and keep about two inches between the heels of your hands. Press your forearms and elbows down. And now draw your shoulders away from your ears Melt at the point behind your heart. So as your shoulders draw away from your ears, your shoulder blades also draw towards one another at the back of your heart. Maintain all of that. Draw your lower ribs in and back, lengthening through your tailbone. Look between your forearms as you tuck your toes under and lift your hips up. Maintaining all of those actions that I just instructed, 
and slowly starting to walk your feet forward, lifting your hips higher without allowing your shoulders to come forward of your elbows. Abby, you got a ways to go. Your shoulders can come forward from where you are. Good. Good. Really nice, Raleigh. Forearms pressed down. Gaze between the hands. Really nice, Jess. Good. Press down, Kristen. Good. And then walk your feet back. Lower your knees down. And come back to seated. So I didn't mention this at the beginning of class, but we're going to continue our practice of headstand. Uh, we've been doing this for the past maybe four or five weeks. So uh, it's, a, it's, a pra- it's a posture you might not encounter too often in your um, weekly yoga classes. So I'm trying to make a consistent practice of it so that um, you don't just do it once and never, never have the opportunity to practice it again in class. So um, I'll give you guys my standard demo for this pose. But before that, please come to a space against the wall that doesn't have a mirror. Feel free to come up into headstand if you have a headstand practice that you're comfortable with in the middle of the room. You don't need to use your mat. But if you do not, please come to either this blackboard wall or uh, that green wall where there's a little bit of space on either side of the mirror you can use. So please do that now, and then I'll give the demo, and then I'll let you guys do your thing. So don't be shy. There's plenty of room here. The mat can go here. Um, okay. So here is the demo once, um, once you have your wall space designated. I do recommend using a mat for this because it's just going, the grippiness of the mat is going to help from um, your elbows sliding apart as you come up into the posture. Okay, so I'm going to take my mat near a wall. Then I'm going to interlace my fingers just as I instructed in the previous posture. You can come very close to the wall from my experience. Maybe two inches is a good gauge of knuckles from the wall. And then I'm going to make sure my elbows are directly below my shoulders so I have this nice, solid, triangular base on the floor. Okay, and here's here's what it looks like, those instructions I was giving. So from here, this might be your uh, starter pose. I'm going to pull my shoulders away from my ears, melt my heart down, and then engage my abdomen. So I'm starting with just that uh, forearm dog pose, walking my hips in until I feel my shoulders going forward of my elbows. And then here I'm going to tuck my chin, got to relax my shoulders momentarily to allow my head to ground. And now my forearms and my head are pressing down, the back of my head being cupped between my wrists. And then shoulders up, walk my feet in as far as I can without my shoulders going forward of my elbows. One heel comes in, use the standing foot to kick my hips to the wall. Once my hips are at the wall, legs straight, squeeze my legs together, press head, press forearm down, lift shoulders up, tuck my tailbone, and bring my hips away from the wall. One at a time, feet come away from the wall, and then you work towards balance. Okay, if you have all that, you can start working without the wall to come up, maybe bringing knees into the chest, lifting the hips to come up. You might experiment with one leg coming down at a time and holding. Okay, so if you're just introducing to this pose, come down the same way you went in. 
and then everybody is advised to take some form of child's pose after you come out of the posture. And you can hold that child's pose one or two minutes, depending on how quickly you get done with your uh, exploration of headstand. Okay, so I'll talk you through it. If you already have a practice of headstand, go for it. Okay, so interlace your fingers, keeping that little two-inch space between your wrists, knuckles a couple inches from the wall. Elbows directly below your shoulders. Get that narrow, solid, triangular base. Okay, look between your forearms. Press your forearms down. Pull your shoulders away from your ears. Good. Try to get soft right here, right here, right here. Good. And then pop up here. Yes, both of these things at the same time. It's difficult. Okay. Uh, Jen, Jess, fill up here. Fill up here. Good. And then release here. Good. Very nice. Okay. Tuck your toes. Lift your hips. Look between your forearms. Walk your hips forward without your shoulders going forward of your elbows. When you can't walk any further forward, relax your shoulders. Release your head down. Once your head is down, press your head down. Press your forearms down. Lift your shoulders up. So get more of the crown of your head on the floor toning. So tuck your chin a little more. Get further back on your head without widening your elbows. And then one, hand, one, hip, one hip to your heel. Raleigh, one hip to your heel. One heel to your hip, yeah. And then use the opposite foot to kick up. Kick to the wall. Kick all the way up. You're almost there. The wall's not as far as you think. Don't let your foot stop you. Bring your hips all the way to the wall. Excellent. Once your hips are at the wall, squeeze your legs together, tuck your tailbone towards your heels, and then experiment one leg at a time, coming away from the wall. Beautiful. Really nice, Trolley. Good, Abby. Forearms down, head down, sides of the waistline back, legs squeezed together, tailbone towards the ceiling. You guys look excellent. We got a lot of either seasoned headstanders in the mix or good instruction followers. Okay. Oh, I so, get it. I get it. So, uh, <laughs> so more on the top of your head. I get it. And then back of the give you any sort of self-value. 
which is a, just, again, this is a very difficult concept in life and in yoga. So it is great to have a goal and work towards a goal in your practice. But we also have to accept that there will be challenges, there will be fallbacks, and that those are part of the journey. Okay, walk your way back up to seated, and then you can make your way back to uh, your comfortable place in the room. If you'd like your new place, you can stay there. Or if you'd like to go back to where your mat was previously, please do that now. And we're just going to be on the floor for the rest of class today. Um, the first thing I'd like to do on the floor is a little core work. And then we'll do a nice, um, we'll do a nice uh, supported backbend before we do our more active backbending practice. So let's start with uh, Navasana, and I would like to offer today, if you want to practice breath of fire or uh, bellows breathing in our um, boat pose, then you're free to do that. So this uh, breath is just practiced with a sharp exhale. So if you can imagine uh, the bellows that stoke a fire. So it's a uh, sharp exhale coming from the belly, going through the nose, and then it's kind of an automatic refilling of the lungs. So if you'd like to try that now, you can, and then we can do that in the posture if you'd like. One thing, it's uh, difficult to keep the face and jaw soft during this, so uh, focus on that as well. Okay, so bring the legs together. Wrap your palms behind your thighs, pull your palms into your thighs, Elbows widen out, collarbones broad, chest lifted, and then lift your shins parallel to the floor. Squeeze your legs together. Keep a little round to your lower back. So waistline moves back as your heart continues to lift. And then hands peel out from underneath the thighs, palms face the sky. And if you'd like, from here, straighten your legs. If you'd like, from here, engage your bellows breathing. Keeping the legs together, Chest high, lower spine rounded. For five, let's start with 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Hands to the thighs, feet release. Take your feet hip width distance apart now. Look to the sky and reach up. Look up, reach up, and now begin to articulate your back body to the floor as slowly and as with much control as possible as you tuck your tailbone towards your heels, draw your belly button towards your spine. You might just roll back at some points. Just keep going until head and shoulders are on the floor, then arms release at your sides. Okay, let's do some little... Um, Twisting abdominal work today. So lift your shins perpendicular to the floor, or parallel to the floor. Knees over hips, arms straight out to either side. Shift your hips just an inch or two to the left. And then exhale, release your knees 90 or uh, 45 degrees to the right. Keeping knees together, keeping left shoulder tapped back to the floor. 
Squeeze your legs, try to extend your left knee to meet your right. And inhale, knees back to center. Shift your hips an inch or two right of center. And then release your knees now to the left. Drawing right shoulder, right ribs back towards the floor as knees extend at a 45 degree angle to the left. Inhale, knees back to center. And shift hips left of center. Exhale, knees to the right. Either choose to stay here or hoist your knees up towards your right tricep, keeping your left shoulder tacked back to the floor. Squeeze legs together. And inhale, knees back to center. Knees over hips, shins parallel. Hips right of center. Exhale, knees to the left, 45 degrees. Tack your right shoulder back and then hoist your knees up towards your left tricep. Keeping knees together, uh, shifting right shoulder, back of right ribs back towards the floor. Inhale, knees to center. Starting position, hips left of center. And then 45 degrees, hoist knees towards uh, tricep. If you like, straighten your legs. Keep your legs together, bring your feet to a hover somewhere over your right leg. Tack your left hip back, and if you can, together, bring your legs back to center, and then bend your knees, shift your hips just an inch right of center. Exhale, knees to the left. Hoist the knees to the tricep. Straighten the legs, bring the feet to a hover. Draw your right ribs, right shoulder back. Hold, breathe, soften your face. If you can, together, Bring your legs back through center and release your feet back to the floor. Resquare your hips. Arms at your sides, feet parallel to one another, heels in towards your hips. Bend your elbows, make robot arms. Palms face one another, fingertips towards the ceiling. Press your feet down as you slowly lift your hips up. Okay, make this gradual again. You don't have to go into the pose in a single moment. Move slowly into the pose, identifying and beginning to expand your boundaries in the shape. Ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, and then slowly lock one shoulder blade at a time underneath your chest. Lifting your entire back body, your entire, not your entire back body, your entire spine, away from the floor, now resting on the backs of your shoulders, the backs of your head, your arms, and your feet. Ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through your tailbone, opening up your front body, spilling your heart to your chin, tucking your chin to your heart. And then slowly, hips down, untuck your shoulders, shift knees to the right, roll to your right side, and press your way up to seated. Okay. Um, Kristen, can I borrow your blocks for a second? Thank you. So we're going to do our supported back bend, and I recommend that uh, we're all going to turn to face the wall here so we all have enough space over our heads. So I'm going to give you a couple of different options here. Option one is if uh, you felt comfortable in in Virasana or Hero Pose, with your hips on the ground, you can start this uh, pose with the, the hero pose, the, uh, this pose in your legs. Okay, then I'm gonna start to come back, and I'll put both my blocks handy, and then I'm going to 
situates my first block so it lands right behind my heart. The bottom edge of the block is going to line up with the bottom edge of my shoulder blades as I come back. So this is the highest setting for the block. You could also come here. You could also come here. Okay. So I'm going to demonstrate the highest just because I feel like the, the more people are more likely to go further uh, if they see the demo. Um, okay, so first block there. Second block is behind my head. I used to do this without the support behind my head but I feel like it's much more comfortable for the neck and this is the same effective heart opener. So you can do this with shoulders out to the side. I suggest that you at least try arms overhead here. So reaching through the sides of the body, reaching the fingertips up and then back, biceps coming behind the ears. And then tucking the chin to keep the back of the neck long finding some release here, inner thighs moving down towards the floor. So if you don't have that comfortable virasana where you, you don't find that uh, you have knee pain with the hips on the floor, then you can just practice this with the legs straight. So same thing, legs straight, inner thighs down, experiment with the arms overhead or you can even grab opposite elbows. And then to come out, lift the head. Okay, so as I said, turn the feet to the wall so that if you attempt the arms overhead, you'll have plenty of space in the middle of the room. So we're going to hold this. So um, we'll hold it for upwards of about probably just two minutes today. Oh, thank you. Um, and too bad we don't have the cork blocks because the cork blocks could be very effective in the upper back here. So... Um, Come to Virasana if you're comfortable with that or extend your legs straight. And then have the blocks where you can grab them behind you. And if you're in Virasana, try your best to keep your heels right outside your hips and your knees together. As you come back, try to situate that block right at the back of your heart, bottom edge of the block at the base of your shoulders. So you can, ex you can experiment with different heights of the block. If you have tight shoulders, uh, then you'll probably want to go to a lower setting on the block. I'm going to go higher here. That, that looks better. And then head rests on the block. So does that feel okay? Because I would have the block here. Let, go back to that. release through your head and chest. Good. 
And again, uh, arrive in your experience. So time can be a very helpful element in these postures. Giving yourself time to identify what you're feeling in your body, whether it's subtle or whether it's very acute. Can you be present with your experience? If your experience is too intense for you to, uh, for you to experience, then find a way to modify. Maybe lower those blocks. Maybe heighten the, the height underneath your head. Maybe take the arms by your sides. Cultivate a slow and deep breath. One thing that if one uh, technique I like to use if the if my mind starts to wander in these longer holds is just trying to start start to describe to myself where I'm feeling the posture, and maybe try to start to use some kind of <clears throat> metaphor or simile to to equate my experience to something else. How would I, what words would I use to describe the experience of this pose? Maybe imagery comes along with the experience. Try to be curious. And then as you're ready, hold the back of your head to tuck your chin to your chest and then push your way off of your blocks. Again, if you're in Virasana, please come forward of your knees before swinging your legs forward. Okay, excellent. So our um, peak posture today is, our peak backbending practice today is going to take the form of camel pose. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll do two and then see where we're at and we'll see where we go from there. Um, okay, so... Camel pose, let me borrow your blocks, Raleigh, this time. <laughs> and uh, I'll, give you set, uh, I'll give you three options to start with camel pose, and then after the first one, I'll give you um, a, third, a fourth option. Okay, so camel pose, we're going to start with the knees, hip width distance, hands on the back. So it's like I'm putting my hands in my back pockets. Tailbone lengthening down, abdomen engaging. So again, keeping the strong core, long lower back for a healthy back bend. Elbows in, shoulders on the back, gaze goes up. So starting with the upper back as my gaze goes back, lifting from the back of my heart, making sure that my hips don't come behind my knees. So tailbone down, heart lifts, gaze goes back. This is option one to keep the hands on the hips. Option two would be to reach for the blocks, Thumbs turn out, fingers in to roll my inner elbows out, lift my shoulder blades up to the back of my heart. Third option is to come all the way down to my heels here. Hips forward, chest lifts, elbows roll out. And I am fine with you releasing your head back. For me, I've never had a problem with that. It doesn't hurt my neck. 
you can experiment with it. If it's not right for you, keep your head suspended in the back of your neck long. Okay, so that is camel number one. Come up onto your knees. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, knees hip width distance. Have those blocks back there if you'd like. Toes point straight back, tops of the feet flat. Hands in your imaginary back pockets. Push the flesh of your buttocks down. Lengthen your tailbone. Roll your shoulders back, elbows in. Tilt your gaze up, chin up. And then start to curl back. First, the gaze goes back, then the chest. Collarbones are broad, shoulders on the back. One hand to the block or to your heels. Raleigh, good, but thumbs are out. Thumbs are out, fingers in. Good, try to flatten the feet or use the blocks. Good, really nice, Jason. Good choices. Good, really lift from the back of your head. Good. Very nice. Very nice. Good. And you can experiment with the head going back. Just really good. Hips a little further forward. Excellent. Excellent. Hips forward. Hips forward. Good. And as you're ready, hands to hips, one at a time to come up. Renee, beautiful hips back to your heels. Take a rest. Those looked fantastic. So, um, this pose can also have some emotion attached to it. It's kind of, it can be a little disconcerting to be leaning back like that. Um, so if you're having, experiencing emotions that you weren't having a moment ago, some of the poses can elicit that response. Um, okay, let's do it one more time and then that's gonna be it for our camel today. So knees hip width distance, toes point back, have those blocks back there, if you want them. Hands at your hips, press the flesh of your buttocks down, lengthen your tailbone, roll your shoulders back, gaze and chin lift. Take a moment here, lift into your heart, broaden across your collarbone, shine the light of your heart out in all directions. And then start to lean back in your upper back, and then as you're ready, if you're ready, bring hands to blocks or hands to heels. Really nice, good. Inner elbows roll out, shoulder blades lift to the back of the heart, good. Really good second sides. Lene, very nice, yep, you had it. Kristen, hips a little further forward, good. Good choices with the neck, good Yvonne. And as you're ready, hands to hips, shoulders roll forward, head comes up last, Take a seat on your heels. Fantastic. Find your breath, and as you're ready, swing your legs forward and make your way to lying on your back. Whew. Okay, so not a lot of hip opening in class today, so we'll take this very gradually. Flex your right foot, cross your right ankle over, your left thigh. Keep the foot flexed to keep the ankle straight as you draw slowly your left thigh in towards your chest, perhaps interlacing your fingers behind your thigh, or if it feels okay for your low back and right hip, you can go deeper by interlacing your fingers in front of your left shin. Use your right elbow perhaps to widen your right thigh, your right knee away from you. 
push them away as you pull your left thigh and ankle in closer. Okay, we're really changing the energy of the practice, slowing things down. Back of the neck, long here, face soft. Focusing in on the posture, probably focusing in on the low back and the right hip. And release the left foot back to the floor. If you can, try to reach for a block. Get a block. And then cross your right leg high up over your left leg. Either a simple cross, or if you have the space, you can wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. Shift your knees an inch or two to the right before, shift your hips an inch or two to the right before releasing your knees now to the left and you can rest your knees onto a block. Right shoulder shifts back towards the floor, keeping your chest open, and then gaze can uh, turn over, turn out to the right, beyond the right palm. Just getting a gentle twist, belly soft, breath, Slow and even. And then draw knees back to center. Uncross your legs. Re-square your hips. And we'll go for the second side. Flex your left foot. Cross your left ankle over your right thigh. Widening your left knee away as you draw your right thigh in towards your chest slowly. Fingers can interlace behind your thigh. Or to go deeper in front of your shin. Keep the back of your neck long, head rested on the floor. Maybe use your left elbow to widen your left knee away as your ankle draws closer. Again, targeting the hips, slowing down, reflecting. Continuing to be present with the practice, even as things slow down, even as we get closer to that end time. And then release the right foot back down. Cross the left leg over the right, either crossing simply or finding that space to wrap the left ankle, left foot behind the right angle. Hips shift left before knees fall to the right. Release the weight of the legs and allow it to rest perhaps on a block. Left shoulder shifting back towards the floor. Belly soft, left arm extends. And maybe keeping the neck in line with the spine, just turning the gaze out over the left palm. And slowly, knees back to center, uncross your legs. Feet on the floor, re-square your hips, draw your knees into your chest, and then just swing your legs out in big circles, knees staying together. Massaging your low back into the floor, just circling one direction at first, 
holding in any places where you feel you might benefit from a little uh, release, and then moving the knees in the opposite direction. Now pull your knees into your chest, curl up, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, tuck your chin to your chest, forehead comes into your knees, tailbone tucks towards your heels, pull in, tighten up one last time before letting go, finding your way to lying on your back for Savasana. Take any um, modified form of Savasana, or if you'd like, take legs up the wall, um, it was slightly a backbend, um, heavy practice, so if, if you're feeling any of that compression in the low spine, it might be helpful to roll up a blanket and place it below your knees, just allowing the lower back to release more deeply to the earth. We'll have about five minutes here today. Extend out through your legs. Release the weight of your feet out to either side of the room. Arms at your sides, palms turn to face the sky as you subtly tuck shoulder blades underneath your chest. Once again, emphasizing length across the front of the chest. Making space for the, luminous, the luminosity of your heart. Perhaps tucking your chin just slightly towards your chest to lengthen the back of the neck before releasing the weight of your head down. This is a time for rest. Resting the body while staying aware of the experience of body. Staying aware of the experience of mind without thinking.
continual challenge here of coming back. Can you observe the mind without being taken by it, without being led out of the room, without being led out of your body? Observe the activity of the body, the activity of the mind without intervention and without urgency. There's nothing that needs to be done, there's nothing that needs to be solved. There's no epiphany you need to reach. Begin to bring movement back to fingers and toes. If you'd like, rock and roll arms and legs in the back of your head from side to side. Reintroducing movement, waking up the limbs as you bend your knees one at a time. Extend your right arm along your right ear before rolling onto your right side. Taking a transitional position out of your practice and using this time to reflect on your efforts today. Always the initial challenge of getting to practice. And then once arriving here, the continual challenge of staying present. Deepening the connection between your body and mind. I like to think of it as enriching your experience of having a body. So thank yourself for all of the efforts you put forth to get here and to be here today and surround your practice, surround your mat with that attitude of gratitude, making it easier to come back to next time. Keeping your eyes closed, press your way up into a seated position, maybe a cross-legged seat, whatever's comfortable here. Taking that last moment to grow tall through your spine, root down through your legs and hips as you pull your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of Om. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om.
thank you all for coming out to practice this morning. Thank you for your patience and your, um, I had another word, but I forgot it. Thank you for coming out. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>